Hello, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Confidently Lost Podcast. I'm your host, Kara, and today's episode is gonna be a little bit different. I knew that I wanted to do an episode where I got to reflect on 2021 and all the lessons that I learned, but it wasn't until a random night. Now it's been a few weeks. Oh. At the time when I was going to record this, it would have just been like a couple days ago. Um, But I got some clarity one night while I was journaling. Um, It was late, like past midnight. I was laying in my bed, dreaming up scenarios in my head while listening to Billie Eilish's album, Happier Than Ever, you know, as one does. Um, And then I felt a huge weight lift off my shoulders and I just started to cry and I think sometimes I I get really caught up in the hustle and bustle of daily life that I forget to just stop and and breathe and let myself process my emotions so I felt like everything came out all at once this night and I just got the urge to write everything that I was feeling um, down, and that's when I realized that this year, I think for the first time in my life, I really let myself open up to people and be extremely vulnerable, more vulnerable than I probably ever have in my life. Um, I felt a taste of love, and I visited rock bottom all at once. And I don't know, there's something, at least to me, something so brooding and romantic about life's ups and downs. And I just, I finally learned to embrace it all, the good times with the bad times. And I don't know, I think we can't appreciate the beautiful moments in life for what they're worth without really, like, you know, dealing with some with some rough shit too. And I think this year really showed that to me because I think 2020 was just a lot of, 2020 was like a lot of loss in a way, which it was still a good year because I think for me, I am always able to see the positive, the positivity in any scenario, Um, like no matter what it is. But I don't know. I think one of the reasons why I just kind of started crying the night that I wrote this is because sometimes I get so caught up in wanting to be so optimistic that I don't always let myself feel the emotions that are a little uncomfortable. And I do tend to stuff things down a lot. Um, I tend to not have hard conversations with people because it's just easier not to. But then that puts a lot of pressure on me and that puts a lot more emotions on me that I have to stuff down and, I don't know, get comfortable with just so that other people don't feel uncomfortable. And so I think for me, 2021 was a lot about opening up and not holding so much in anymore um, because I don't know, I just, I felt like that was the one area in my life that I needed to do better. And I'm so proud of myself. I wasn't, I wasn't like a super open book. Uh, I wasn't like, I don't know. Like, it's not like I did something extreme, but in little ways, I saw myself open up more than I ever had before. And I'm really proud of myself for that because it's never been easy for me. 
um but yeah we're here now and i don't want to keep rambling but i wrote down where to sleep right now before this is like the little intro that i kind of i have a few bullet points on because i just wanted to make sure that i really convey everything that i want to say and need to say and everything that happened this year in in a specific way um because i really want to give you all a little i don't know i guess like a little deep dive into my brain the depths of of my emotions um so i journaled for over an hour this night just reflecting on the past year and the journey that i went on i i really pushed myself out of my comfort zone a lot i started financially supporting myself i formed new meaningful and lifelong friendships and relationships i took risks in love i lost myself and found myself all in the span of 365 days uh, in 2021 it was just a true test of my unwavering optimism and since i'm still here fully capable of recording this podcast i think i did a pretty damn good job of surviving and facing the adversity that came my way you know completed another semester in a global pandemic while the future still remains unclear um at the end of the day i'm extremely grateful for every second of this year taking the good with the bad so instead of reading from a cheesy list of lessons that i learned in 2021 i want to take these last few moments of the year to let myself be a little more vulnerable so i want to read the journal entry that i wrote for y'all um well not for y'all i wrote it for myself but i want to read what i wrote to y'all um along with the entry i'm gonna be linking a spotify playlist in the show notes that's kind of acting like my soundtrack for the year music has always been an essential part of my life and it remains an essential part of my daily life and i think that the 102,000 minutes that i spent on spotify definitely helped carry me through the long nights and extremely early mornings so yeah um without further ado here's my journal during the spring semester of my sophomore year i began to find myself this journey followed a tumultuous transition period in my life my family was just dismembered and after taking a semester off of school i was thrust back into the real world i packed up my entire life and settled down in a quaint townhouse nestled into the trees which quickly became my safe haven i spent hours upon hours pouring into myself and diving into the depths of my soul i searched for wounds that needed tending to and nursed my broken heart back to health as the winter turned to spring i like the flowers in the fields began to bloom a wave of inspiration crept upon me and led me down a path of blissful adventures. I began painting, journaling, experimenting with my style, exploring the city, and cultivating meaningful relationships. Somewhere along the line, spring turned to summer, and my growth and healing was put to the test. For a brief period of time, I was left feeling vulnerable, exposed, and unprotected. Then came a love interest who taught me how to love the cliches. I'm not the type of woman to long for a man to save me, but how could I resist that charm? His character was and still is unwavering. He's genuine and empathetic, confident and kind, humble and handsome, and honestly, one of my greatest teachers in life. But enough with the sappy shit. 
One of the first lessons I learned this summer was confidence. Up until the summer, I walked through life feeling like I was too much for people, whether it be my body, tone of voice, life and spiritual views, or mere existence. I never saw myself as a burden, but I thought I took up too much space in the world, so I shrank myself in hopes of making those around me more comfortable. But little did I know that energy speaks louder than actions and words, and no matter how small I made myself, I was not made to be a small person. And it was never enough to satisfy people. That's when I realized the myth of people pleasing. You simply can't. End of story. One of the first ways I built my confidence was through dancing. While yes, I did take five years of dance like most stereotypical girls, I never considered myself to be a dancer. I was always hyper aware of how people felt about my body because I grew up in a world full of fat phobia and Eurocentric beauty standards. So once again, I shrank myself. But this summer, something came alive inside of me and I finally understood what it means to dance like no one is watching. And thus, my confidence bloomed. By July, I was untamable, and when August snuck up, calling all the college students back into town, I stepped into the city and onto campus with a new attitude, a newfound confidence that could not be ignored. I walked with my head held high and commanded the attention of everyone around me without batting an eyelash or lifting a finger. I'd never felt more like a woman, and I'd never felt more like a Libra. Venus is truly embodied by me. For the first time in my life, I learned to lean into my divine feminine energy, and she introduced me to the world of sensuality, seductivity, and sex appeal. I saw myself transform into a strong, sexy woman, and I let the world know. Now, a lady doesn't kiss and tell, but between you and me, there's something to be said about going after what you want. Well, all good things must come to an end, or at least a screeching halt, right? And my life is no exception. Between school and work and the stress that resulted, I lost sight of myself and was once again thrust into the I've overbooked myself abyss. I barely had time to breathe, but managed to come out on the other side alive. On this side, I started prioritizing self-care, pouring into people who pour into me, and focusing on my goals and what makes me happy. My life feels stronger in every aspect. Now, I've never been one to harp on the hard times, and I suppose I'll never be that person, which is truly a blessing. So it may feel as though I've glossed over the trials I faced this year, but honestly, the world doesn't need any more negativity, and I've closed that chapter in my life. But now, here we are, approaching a new year, what many deem as a fresh start. And here I am, closing another chapter of my life, one where residual trauma still abided and smallness was the lay of the land. I'm leaving behind poor budgeting habits, sorry to my shopping addiction, non-existent self-care routines, and self-doubt in pursuit of a new reality, one where prosperity, love, and tranquility are abundant. This year, I'm committed to the cause, and that cause is me. I hope you all have felt a shift in your own reality. Know that I'm here wishing you the best, and as for me, 
I'll see you in 2022, the year of me. So yeah, that was my little reflection on 2021 um, by way of a random journal that I wrote on, wait, okay, let me find the date of this. It was just, it was so random. On December 10th at 1.45 a.m. Oh, wait, no, actually, I started it at 12.25 a.m. and ended at 1.45. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes when I just get on the mic or sometimes when I'm in front of someone talking, it can be really easy for me to forget, like, the important things that I want to say. And I think through a medium like journaling, it's really easy for me to just take everything that I'm thinking in my head in that moment and write it out into a cohesive thought that like really represents everything I want to say in a way more simple format. So I don't know. I really like this. I feel like it was really vulnerable for me to share something like that um, with, you know, random people who are listening to this or even some friends who might be listening. But it's also really fun and really exciting to get to share more sides of myself and more parts of myself with the world and with the people I love. So this was really fun. And maybe I'll make this a series where I share little little excerpts from my journal because I think my journal is one of the best ways to get to know me because it's literally all the things that I don't say out loud living here. And it's also just really random and like stream of consciousness i this is the first journal that i'm almost completely filled up with just my thoughts because normally my journals turn into like i don't know like to-do lists and me ripping out pages for other things but this journal i got let me the first day i know i got it in 2020 or no yeah i got it in 2020 so this is the first journal that i've actually kept for a long time the first journal entry i have is on june 9th of 2020 and it is a collection of poems that i wrote and then there's like one random to-do list there's some to-do list in here but you know but it's so nice i me and this journal have been on the long ride it's big it says fables on the front which i love and originally i was gonna write recipes in here and then it turned into me actually wanting to write about my life and i don't know i guess it's something about when i started this i was 19 it's something about turning 19 for me. I told two of my friends this when they turned 19 this year. That I feel like 19 is the year that you lose yourself to find yourself. And I think reading back in my journal that far, me being 19, almost 20 at the time that I got it, was definitely lost. Um, definitely in the midst of a lot of just bullshit that I wish never happened. But everything happens for a reason and I would not be where I am today if it weren't for those things so just getting to read back and see how far i've grown as a person as a woman i'm sitting here recording this at 21 years old um on the day before new year's eve and it feels fucking great to be here and i don't know just to know that i'm constantly evolving and growing and finding myself and I think this year for the first time I've really felt home in my body in my mind and my spirit 
I feel like I'm chasing after things that make me happy. I feel like I'm getting so many new and amazing opportunities, internships, jobs, fun classes to take, meeting new people, just random experiences. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm really living the life that I always dreamed of. And it's so funny because I know that it's only up from here because I haven't even began to peak yet. And that's the crazy part. I don't know what's in store for me in the next year, shit, in the next day. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. You know, there's so many things that I plan to do, so many things that I know that I have no idea are going to happen yet, but are in the works. And I'm just so grateful for that. Um, I don't, I'm just excited for 2022. In 2022, I really plan to take back some control in my life that I felt was lost a little bit this semester. Um, and definitely putting more balance into my life. More routines, even though I don't like routines, I know that they are essential for my mental health and my well-being. Um... I'm going to New York as long as COVID does not ruin that. Hopefully, she does not. Miss Rona, please. Um, my friends want to plan some trips together. I went and saw like three artists in concert this semester. So I definitely hope to continue that of like going to concerts next year. Um, and I mean, yeah, just doing more things that help me unlock my creativity like this podcast i definitely want to get back to painting um writing more uh, i bought a calligraphy set and like a, a wax stamp little thingy so i don't know i just hope that i let myself explore a lot more i definitely want to prioritize creativity a lot more because i was definitely lacking um in that aspect ever since august um but yeah I'm just, I'm so excited for what this new year is going to bring, this new season in my life. I definitely feel like I've kind of wrapped up the season of, like, childhood innocence, and I finally feel like I'm acting my age, and, like, I don't know, being 21 just feels so different to me, and I don't know if everybody feels like this when they turn 21, or if I'm just being melodramatic, I would not be surprised, but I really do feel like an adult, or at least like a baby adult, you know? And it's so thrilling. Like, adulting sucks sometimes, yes. But also, it's some of the most fun that I've had being out on my own, trying to support myself, failing sometimes, quite honestly. And I don't know. I just feel like I'm in control of my life in as much control as I can have over my life. And that's a beautiful feeling. And it's the one thing that I've always longed for ever since I was a kid was just freedom and being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And here I am now doing exactly that. So yeah, that's enough of me rambling. But <clears throat> I did want to end this episode by doing like a little wrap up of some of my favorite things um, from 2021. But then as I was like writing them down, it's basically just like, songs like it's basically just music and then i did add a section for like tv shows and movies um and then like my favorite memories so yeah let's get into it so first i wanted to do my top five albums of the year because i feel like a lot of music came out in 
2021 and for me i went back to a lot of old music too so this little mix up i think there's only one album on here that did not come out in 2021 but i listened to a lot of different music this year my spotify rap was crazy and actually i will pull that up after i finish this so coming in hot the top five albums of the year for me in fifth place we have sour by miss olivia rodrigo now i debated adding this to my list don't hate me um just because i after the summer was over i didn't really listen to olivia too much um i definitely came back onto some of my favorite songs for the album when the winter set in and i was in some of my like sad girl hours you know sometimes when you just want to cry that's when i listened to olivia but in the summer i was listening to olivia non-stop because most of the people around me were well not most but some of the people around me were and it was during orientation and i don't know it was kind of like a fun bonding moment too and that's when the album just came out but yeah i really like a lot of the songs on the album if i had to pick my top song would definitely be favorite crime and then i also love happier and traitor um and deja vu those are some good ones but overall that's a 10 out of 10 album next uh we have certified lover boy by mr champagne poppy aka drake aka drizzy aka aubrey <clears throat> um yeah i'm not ashamed to put this on my list i listen to this album front and back in the bathtub in the shower on my way to class while i was at work um while i slept at night i love this album and drake did his thing and if you want to hate on drake that's fine keep your bad opinions to yourself i said what i said um some of my favorite songs of that album are knife talk i love knife talk um champagne poetry is a good one um what else i don't let me pull it up because i haven't listened to it in a long time actually Ooh, Poppy's Home was a good one. Oh, Girls Want Girls. I cannot forget. And TSU. So those are probably like my top ones from the album. But yeah, Drake understood the assignment. He did what needed to be done. And I love him for it. Next up, we have... It Was Good Until It Wasn't by Miss Kelani. Yes, ma'am um so yeah this album came out in 2020 but i listened to it more this year i think than i did when it actually came out some of my top songs from this album are toxic can i um uh, oh hate the club definitely i really like serial lover too um but yeah i love the album as a whole too it's just really good i'd be bumping can i me and my roommate junior y'all know the vibes y'all know the vibes okay next in number two i am sad that i had to rate her number two but my number one spot just came in hot and did what needed to be done so in number two we have planet her by miss dosha cat miss dosha purr um this also came out while i was at orientation 10 out of 10 i this is the album that truly wholeheartedly made me fall in love with doja cat because when i listen to woman 
first song in the album i was like this is it this is the album i've been waiting for and i don't know i just felt like a lot of these songs on this album i really connected to if y'all don't know doja is a libra obviously and she also has a scorpio venus and i am also a libra with a scorpio venus so sometimes i feel like the way she talks about love and the way she talks about her experiences with men and like the thoughts that go on in her head i'm not even lying and not in like a, a cliche like oh my god i relate to her so much but like no literally the way she talks about stuff i'm like dosha are you in my head because what is this um definitely my top song when it first came out was ain't shit but i feel like now my number one was kiss me more i think kiss me more was my number one album or not album my number one song of the year so love kiss me more i love i still love ain't shit um been like this love to dream i don't do drugs need to know naked woman whole album yeah y'all getting this right mm-hmm so yeah this is definitely like a no skips album for me uh love touch cat love everything she's doing i heard she's going on tour in 2022 i will definitely be on that tour if if i can do anything about it i will be there so yeah <clears throat> y'all i'm so sorry that i'm clearing my throat so much that's so annoying okay but yeah i'm not editing it out so and then in number one we have happier than ever by miss billy eilish so the main reason that i put this number one is because i have loved billy since i was in high school number one number two it took me actually no it didn't take me a few times listening to it i remember listening to this album for the first time on the drive from like my hometown to move into my new apartment um for the fall semester like the apartment i'm in now and i was like damn this is a good ass album but i listened to it like a couple of times in august and then just kind of like abandoned it and listened to the songs that i liked and then randomly like in november or like wasn't it? yeah i think it was november randomly in like the past two months i started listening to it again and i bought the cd and i don't know i kind of i was listening to this album like i said earlier when i started crying and wrote the journal that i wrote or the journal that i just read um in this episode and i don't know i just kind of realized that like where billy's at in her journey is so reflective of where i'm at in my journey and i think she's only a year younger than me so it makes sense that we would kind of be on similar paths right now but i don't know it's just something about the way that she starts and ends the album really resonated with me so like she starts off with getting older and i love that song because i'm also getting older and i think I did learn like how much how far I've come from where I started how different life is in high school versus college how different life is at 19 versus 21 like you know all these little things and I was like huh this album was like her coming of age story but also kind of felt like my coming of age story in a way and then she went straight from getting older to I didn't change my number and y'all when she said i didn't change my number i just changed who i replied to felt that um 
with some other songs. I really love Billy Bossa Nova. I love like the beat of it and like the swing. It's so good. Um, ooh, I love Lost Cause. That's a good one. Haley's comment, top tier, not my responsibility, underrated. She did what needed to be done. Um, oh, your power is really good. That was a good one. NDA, therefore I am happier than ever. Obviously, that's just slaps. And then male fantasy is probably in my opinion one of the most underrated songs on that album but it just hits every time and like the message in it i don't know billy just understood the assignment and that's that's that on that so yeah those are my top five albums of the year but then also i have some honorable mentions um montero by lil nas x that was such a good album i just it didn't go on my top five because i didn't listen to it as soon as it came out so i was a little late in that aspect but it it's a really good album um obviously montero is a great song that was one of my favorite singles when it came out i really do like dead right now industry baby obviously with my man jack carlo um Oh, Scoop is a really good one. Scoop with Miss Doja. Um, what else? I like Dollar Sign Slime. Um, oh, and then Am I Dreaming with Miley Cyrus. That's a really good one. So, yeah. Um, great album. 10 out of 10, Lil Nas. You do what needs to be done. Hotels by miss jasmine sullivan i'm also sad that this one did not make my top five albums but i just i listened to it more when it first came out and then it kind of like faded away but still good amazing 10 out of 10 um honestly i really love her opening track bodies like just the intro i wish it was its own like long song because that's a really good one also pick up your feelings that's good um on it with Ari Lennox really good okay I'm just about to list the whole album love price tags love lost ones obviously um the other side is good and then girl like me with her so yeah basically every song in the album um also her tiny desk for this album she ate I don't care what any well no I don't nobody's talking shit but if someone was I don't care what they would have to say she did what needed to be done and did all right and then the last honorable mention is gonna be jaguar by miss victoria monet now this album also did not come out in 2021 but i just started listening to it a little bit more i haven't listened to it like thoroughly thoroughly but i really love ass like that and jaguar and moment so yeah you know miss victoria she did what needs to be done and i wanted to give her a shout out because i really do like this album and i hope she releases more music soon also sizza me and sis about to tussle because sis where is the album where is shirt i've been waiting on shirt to come out good days literally came did good days come out like a year ago yes so anyways sis can catch these hands we me and sis are beefing next i want to do the top 10 songs of the year for me so i'm gonna just speed through this because i don't want this to be like super long and boring me just talking about all this music um in number 10 we have pick up your feelings by jasmine sullivan number nine am i dreaming by lil nas x featuring miss miley cyrus 
Number eight, we have a Haley's Comet by Billie Eilish. Number seven, we have Need to Know by Doja Cat, Doja Purr. Which, also side note, if you, for whatever reason, have not watched the Need to Know music video, watch it. 10 out of 10. Um, Good Days by SZA in number six, which also, that's another great music video. Love it. Uh, number five, we have Woman by Doja Cat, also 10 out of 10 music video. Number four, we have Ass Like That by Miss Victoria Monet. That's my song. And funny enough, I will never forget this for my Spotify wrapped. This was the song, it, it was like a song that would play while you're proclaiming your love in the rain. Ass Like That, like really Spotify, y'all ain't to do me like that. But anyways, it's true. Um, in number three, we had a, I had a little tie for the number three spot, but it's tied with both songs by Kalani, Hate the Club and Can I, because those songs were on repeat, um, the past six months for me, so I couldn't pick just one to put on the list, but I wanted to keep it at top ten, so we just got a little tie for three. In number two, we have Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and SZA. That was definitely my song of the summer. Like I said, that was my number one song of the year on Spotify too. I remember that. Great song, 10 out of 10. But I picked my number one song to be Essence by Wizkid featuring Tim's because it's something about listening to Afrobeats number one that just make me feel some type of way. I love to cook to Afrobeats. I let it dance in my mirror and get ready to Afrobeats. It's just good vibes all around. But this song specifically, I don't know what type of crack they put in the beat, but it's untouchable, unmatched. This song will never fail to put me in a good mood, and no matter how many times I listen to it, no matter how many times I listen to it on repeat, because I always listen to this song at least twice when I play it, unless I'm around other people, because I know they be getting mad at me. But I never get sick of this song, and I feel like it is truly timeless, and I don't know, I just love this song through and through. So that's why it's my number one. Okay, so now I'm gonna go to my Spotify wrapped because I, I'm i not gonna like read it all, but I just want y'all to know. I need y'all to see what's going on, what's happening. Okay, so if 2021 was a movie, I was the main character. And what's a movie without a soundtrack? So my opening credits theme is God is Fair, Sexy Nasty by Mac Miller featuring Kendrick Lamar, as it should be. Um, the song playing as I score the game-winning point at the buzzer is Woman by Doja Cat, once again, as it should be. And the song playing as I face off against my rival dance crew is The Spins by Mac Miller. Love that for me. So I spent... 102,848 minutes listening to music, which is apparently more than 98% of other listeners in the United States. So yes, music is my life. Always has been, always will be. Like I said before, my number one song of the year was Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA, and I played it 224 times. Insane, I know. I have no words, truthfully. So my top songs in order were Kiss Me More, Need to Know, Ain't Shit, The Spins, and Essence. Oh, okay, okay. So this part was really cool. My audio aura is like this really pretty like mix of like lavender and like a seafoam green and it says that my top music moods were energy and calm, which is like two extremes, which I feel like is also 
very much me so it makes sense i listened to 86 different genres this year so that was pretty cool i got into country for the first time this year which was also really interesting i'm not about to sit here and lie like i listen to you know a lot of country music every single day but i have my few little country songs that i really like and they got me to start going to whiskey wednesday so i'll be doing a little jig a little two-step out on the dance floor i even danced with a cowboy one night so shouts out to me shouts out to country music but my top genres were dance pop alternative r&b neo soul pop rap and show tunes i listened to a lot of hamilton this year if you were wondering i listened to a hundred or no, no, not 100. I listened to 1,112 different artists, which is kind of crazy. But my number one artist was Doja Cat. And I was in her top 0.5% of listeners. I'm trying to get in somebody's 0.01% or even 0.001%. I want to be a super stan, you know? Um, My top artist of the year were Doja Cat, obviously number one, Drake, SZA, Janae, Aiko, and Mac Miller, which my top artists never really switch up that much, so I'm not surprised. I am surprised that Janae stayed in the top five just because I feel like I have not listened to Janae like that in a long, long time. But, you know, I have my, my reliable song, so I guess it does make a little bit of sense. She make a little sense, though. Okay, so moving on from Spotify Wrapped, I wanted to share my top five favorite TV shows and movies of 2021. Um, I combined them into just like one category of top five instead of like five for shows, five for movies. Because honestly, I don't watch a lot of like new things. Um, so I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't going to be productive for me to try to fake like i had five favorites of each when in fact i do not so um and my number five spot is gonna be sex lives of college girls it just came out only 10 episodes on hbo max it's produced by mindy kaling and i was a little skeptical if i was gonna like it or not because i typically don't like some things that Mindy does i like her one show that she produced never have i ever but i i really don't like things that she's in more so than like things she produces i guess but i really like sex lives with college girls because they feel really real and they're really goofy and like just silly and they do dumb shit and they make mistakes and being in college and also being really goofy and doing dumb shit and making mistakes it just felt really relatable and like too relatable not to love so yeah and number four we have elite I started watching Elite for the first time this summer. It was in July. I binged it all in a month. Um, and I'm just excited for season five. And that's that on that. And number three, I have Malcolm and Marie. It's one of the only like new movies that I watched in 2021. I don't really keep up with Marvel like that. I love Marvel movies, but I don't watch them as they come out. So yeah so malcolm and marie was one of the only movies that i watched like as soon as it came out and i just like that they're the only that like zendaya and what's his name john is it john david washington if i mess that man's name up i am so sorry to that man but i just love that they were the only two characters and that that it was just like a dynamic dialogue between them the whole time and that it was in black and white i felt like there was a lot of depth to it 
I thought I was gonna get bored and I didn't so like you know I just felt like it needed to be put up there and I also recommended it to a lot of my friends who hadn't seen it because I just I don't know I love that movie and number two I have insecure I started having like weekly insecure nights with one of my friends this semester so we could watch like the last season together and we'd have little wine nights and sometimes we cook together or she cooked for me honestly let me stop lying and it was just really fun i feel like it was a fun way to socialize but also get to watch a show that i love and insecure just slaps they never miss a beat i'm so sad that this last season Issa ray you have let me down because why are you stopping now why now i this show could have gone on as long as Grey's anatomy if we're being completely honest but i digress and then my number one spot, the show that has given me the most trust issues and anxiety, Game of Fucking Thrones. I don't care what you have to say about Game of Thrones. I know there's a lot of Game of Thrones haters. My little cousin the other day even said that it was boring. She just doesn't understand. But I have been binging Game of Thrones since the break started. I'm now on season seven, episode two. I think this shit is just insane. Um, I'm probably going to film, or not film, I'm probably going to record an episode about Game of Thrones after I finished it, or like when I'm about to finish it, like something like that, just to like reflect and talk about it, because it is truthfully probably the best show that I have ever watched, like production-wise, storyline-wise, acting, it's just top tier, and I just insane insane i am always on the edge of my seat never know what to expect i try not to get attached to characters because i know that they're probably gonna be dead by the end of the season um but yeah it's just such a good show so yeah that's my number one i will probably be done with it in like two days i be like at my best which i mean i guess is also my worst because you know if I'm just binging, I'm not doing anything else. But at my best, I could watch one season of Game of Thrones in one day. So if need be, I could have binged the entire series in eight days. Like literally in a week and a day. But I wanted to, you know, I wanted to soak it all in, let it sit. Like today, I only watched one episode because I just couldn't. Um, sometimes my stress just be through the roof my anxiety be through the roof. oh wait I lied today I watched two episodes yesterday I only watched one episode because sometimes I just cannot handle more than one episode I just be like I just be sick y'all but anyways so yeah those are my favorite shows and movie of 2021 and then lastly I want to talk about some of my favorite moments of 2021 and i'm gonna just be completely honest with y'all i'm a little tired now so i'm gonna wrap this up kind of quick um but taking the number five spot is being an orientation leader everything that came along with orientation it was one of the most stressful experiences of my life but obviously not stressful enough because i'm doing it again next summer so um but I love the the family and the friends the orientation brought me. I truthfully, a lot of them have become super, super close and important friends in my life, which I'm so grateful for. I get to go through the journey with literally my best friend. Um, that was so fun working with her, working for her, because she was like Loki, my boss, my supervisor. Um, but yeah, orientation was so fun. Everything that came along with it, the people that I met. Um, 
it was just 10 out of 10 and like nothing comes without its strife and its struggles and orientation is no different but reflecting back the good definitely outweighed the bad like i said enough that i wanted to go back again so there's that um but yeah you know it was really fun even like the virtual sessions that we had to do in july were some of my favorites because my kids were not showing up to my sessions um and so when they wouldn't my friends would hop on and that was so fun because i don't know it was just like i got paid to bond with my friends and that was nice so yeah um love orientation i'm excited for this next summer last year was my first time being an orientation leader so it was also pretty new and i didn't really know what i was doing or like what to expect but this summer even though i know things are probably gonna be different as long as covid does not get the best of the world again but um i'm just excited to be like older stepping in with a new perspective i feel a lot more mature a lot more ready for the job i'm ready to be a leader for the new orientation leaders and I'm also just ready to have a lot more fun because this is my last summer as an orientation leader because next year I will be a senior and that's so scary but I'm excited to close the orientation chapter of my life and I don't know it brought a lot of great things in the end I learned a lot about myself opened up to a lot of people so I'm just excited to see what the summer holds in the fourth place spot i put all of the concerts that i went to this year because i have not been to a concert since 2019 it was cali uchis and uh georgia smith which was a really great concert but like i had not been to a concert in two years almost three years that's insane so i was so glad to go back to concerts um, the first concert that I went to was with my bestie roommate, Junior. We went and saw Willow in Houston for his birthday. I bought us VIP tickets so we could be bougie. We got to meet Willow. Well, kind of. It was like a group meet and greet, but you know, COVID. So we didn't really get to like meet, meet her. Um, but we took a group photo with her. I get to watch her sound check. And we were up close for the concert. It was really fun. Um, we ended up in like a ghetto mosh pit which it pissed me off partly because it wasn't supposed to be a mosh pit but also it was my first mosh pit so that was really fun so that was an interesting experience um but yeah 10 out of 10 and the next concert that i went to literally like three days later um was with two of my friends ivy and john deja and we went to go see jack harlow in austin which was so fun that was like my birthday present to myself um so yeah that was really fun it was at this cool like outdoor like bar area kind of that had like a stage at the front um it was a very interesting experience, but I'm glad I got to be there just to say that I got to see Jack Harlow. I didn't get to meet him. I didn't even try. I was tired and ready to go home, but it was 10 out of 10. You know, got to support my little white boy. So, yeah. And then the last concert that I went to was Pink Sweats. Um, that was just a couple weeks ago, actually. It was like December 14th on a tuesday i think and that was also in austin me and junior bought those tickets like before school started back in august so honestly i forgot about it until i got the email for it and i was like oh my god we're going to a concert and i would recommend that to anyone like it 
when you have the money, like if y'all get refunds or if you just like got some money before you start a semester, buy a concert ticket for like midway through the semester or at the very end of the semester. Like ours was literally the week after we finished finals. So it felt like our post finals treat, at least for me, that's what it felt like. So I definitely recommend that. It's just if you see someone's going to be close to you, go ahead and buy it and like get everything in order so that you can like treat yourself to a fun experience because i think at least for me i get caught up in other things that i spend money on and then i look back and i'm like wow i could have spent that money on an experience well this time i just prepared and i bought my experience first and then when the time came yes i was definitely broke when we went to the concert but i didn't have to worry about it because i already bought the ticket it was paid for we was good money good so I highly recommend that. Um, that was a really fun concert too, just because it was more like soul and R&B and I was really vibing and it wasn't like wild dancing. Nobody was like packed tight in the room. It was so chill and we had a couple Jack and Cokes and I was just chilling. I don't know. That was just 10 out of 10. I left the concert feeling so light. I was on cloud nine and it was really fun. So yeah. Um, and the number three spot is going to be all of the 21st birthday celebrations, whether it was Junior's birthday, my birthday, which was so fun. I did a Greek gods and goddesses theme. Well, it wasn't Greek gods. It was like Greek and Roman because I wanted to be Venus, of course, the goddess of love and beauty. So that was really fun. Um, and then also my friend Sandra and Ivy, they turned 21 and their birthday party was so fun. Um, and then also we went to a wine tasting on Ivy's birthday. That was super fun. My first wine tasting. I got all dressed up. Her mom drove us and we had really good Italian food after. So that was really fun. And then that night, um, me and Junior took them out on the square to just show them the ropes. And that was really fun. Shout out to Junior because he bought our drinks because I was broke. And my man's treated me. Thanks, daddy. So yeah um that was really fun and i don't know it's just that was also really fun to me because that was like the weekend before christmas yeah it was literally a week before christmas so most people were gone um there weren't a lot of lines it wasn't super crowded i could actually breathe for once which was nice and i don't know i just feel like that night was kind of the epitome of like being young and living my best life in college i was dancing that nobody was watching it was good music good drinks talked to some fun people and got tacos on the way out so yeah um my number two spot is the first day of airy season this year um i literally called junior i think it was the day before and I was like, Junior, I know we're supposed to hang out tomorrow, but, like, it's the first day of Aries season. Do you want to go to Austin and, like, take cute pictures and get tattoos? And he was like, yeah, I'm down. So we did. We literally, I looked up, like, cool places to take pictures in Austin um, just so we weren't, like, driving around wasting his gas. So we parked in, like, a little parking garage, and then we walked around for a couple blocks, and we took some really cute pictures. Um, we had dressed up really cute. We did that. We went and got tacos, um, for Velvet Taco, which I rotted out for Velvet Taco. At this point, they need to sponsor me. But, yeah, um, I got tacos from Velvet Taco, and then we went and got our tattoos, and we left, and we was chilling. 
And honestly, that was probably my first day like out out since COVID had started. Um, just because I had been at home for most of COVID and then things started to open back up more and that was also like spring break for us. So it was just like the perfect time, I feel like. And it was super fun. Um, I got a little sun on the back of my arm, which I love. And yeah, that's just one memory that like I can't I feel like it doesn't sound as meaningful just me like telling you what happened but it was one of those like you had to be there moments so it was just I don't know that moment lives rent free in my head I think about it quite often because it's just and one of my favorite days ever honestly um so yeah and I guess to tie that in anytime me and junior or me and any of my friends go to Austin just lives rent free in my head because um I've been to Zilker Park a few times, and that's just so fun. I painted at Zilker, which was super fun. I've eaten sandwiches at Zilker, which was fun. I have frolicked through the hills at Zilker, met cute dogs, talked to boys. I don't know. I just, I love going to Austin. It's so fun, and I feel like every time I go, or almost every time I go, I end up at Velvet Taco, which I'm not mad about. And now I can go to Austin and get drinks. I tried ranch water for the first time in Austin. That was super fun. And yeah, I just, I love that city. I'm glad I don't live there right now and like go to college there, but I love going to that city and feeling like a little tourist every time I'm there. And then my number one spot is gonna be the little welcome home party um, when I first moved back. So I don't know if I've ever like talked about this fully, um on the podcast yet but i took the semester what was it it was the fall 2020 semester i took off because i stayed home and so i moved back on january 8th of 2021 of this year actually oh my god that's so crazy but yeah so i moved back um, to town this year and it it was really scary coming back because I hadn't seen everybody in so long. I didn't know what to expect, like living in my first apartment alone. I don't have a car, I don't drive. So I was just like, wow, what's this gonna be like? And I mean, like I journaled about that place, that home became my safe haven really quickly. I turned my room to a sanctuary. I ate so healthy, which was just crazy. Um, it was just so fun. I was surrounded by trees. If I went out onto my deck, now I kind of live like downtown, so it's not the same effect. But I don't know. It just, I was so nervous coming back. I didn't know what to expect from life and from school because I'd been out of, out of a flow for like almost a year at that point just because COVID like started in 2020 and cut off freshman year, you know? And so going back, I didn't know what to expect, but... I went over to my friend's duplex and we just had the best time together. I think that was like the second day that I got back because the first day I was like, yeah, y'all, I just need my time to like get my shit together and then I can see y'all. Um, but yeah, that was just a super fun night. And I don't know, we just, we laughed, we talked. I think that night I got on like virtual reality or something, like it, maybe not that night, but anyways. Uh, it was just super fun. 
we ended up doing this like thing where like you pass an imaginary ball across the room that's another like you had to be there but moments like that just fill me with so much joy and that was with like my friends from freshman year um whenever i'm like talking about my different friend groups that's how i always like distinguish them as like my freshman year friends but um truthfully i don't know they just feel like family now and even though i don't see them all the time every time that i do see them it's filled with so much love and just care and like i don't know it just feels so genuine like i never have to try around them there's never any judgment or anything we just accept each other with open arms and i feel like i couldn't have had a better like group to welcome me back home so that was that was top tier moment i will truthfully never forget that so yeah this is so crazy i have almost been back in town for a full year on january 8th it'll be a full year and i'm so glad that i'm back i'm glad that i didn't give up on this place i'm glad that this place didn't give up on me i'm glad that my friends didn't give up on me i'm glad that i'm glad that i took time off because i definitely needed it but it feels so good to be back with a clear head and like i said i just feel like i'm finally living the life that i've wanted to live for so long and everything is manifested into reality and i know that it'll only continue to do so and to grow and i'm so excited for the future and i don't know just living in the present moment taking everything day by day but just knowing that there's so many beautiful things to look forward to so yeah that was my 2021 reflection this episode definitely ended up being longer than i expected but the whole like intro and reading my journal was only like 12 minutes y'all i like to talk that was not enough content for me because i listened back to these episodes too and i'm going to be entertained by myself so but yeah i hope y'all like this this was super fun um i don't know it's crazy i think we're about to start a whole new year again this year flew by i just time is crazy man but yeah um so happy new year to y'all if you're listening to this on new year's eve be safe whatever you do mask up or just stay home that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be in my house right here where i am right now watching a good ass movie listening to some good ass music and probably drinking some wine as i should So yeah, y'all be safe, have fun, and happy new year. I will see y'all back again. I guess I won't see you. You'll hear me back again soon. So yeah, bye y'all.